Hello and welcome to When Will It End? That's right. It's that movie podcast you've come to know and love. We're your friends Josh and Charles. Hi, Charles. Hello. We watch the movies. And what do we tell them, Charles? What do we see? We watch the movies. We watch the movies. We start at one. We start at the we beginning of a two, franchise. We continue to three. Forward. We always go to the end. We start at Crystal Lake. We stay in Crystal Lake. Hold on. <laughs> we stay in Crystal Lake. Can you uh, do this? We stay in Crystal Lake. We stay in Crystal Lake. We stay in Crystal Lake. We, we go stay to in New Crystal York. Lake. We go to New York. Back to, Back Crystal. to Crystal We Lake. go to Ohio briefly. We get to spend a little time in Youngstown, Ohio, <laughs> as we all long I've to. I've never been, but it feels like I oh have. Oh, my been. God. This is a – look, people, Ohio Tourism Board, if you want to whet someone's appetite for going to Youngstown, Ohio, show them a little movie I like to call – and here's the full title: Jason Goes to Hell: Colon The Final Friday. Yeah, which is good. Uh, which is good because one, it's not the final Friday, and he, and he doesn't go to hell. So, and this is what the second or third time they've told us this was over. Four is the final chapter. Five is a new beginning. Yeah, I guess it's just the second. seven is the new blood. Eight is t- goes to Manhattan. Yeah, nine is goes to hell. Doesn't go to hell. And then there <laughs> are no more movies in this series for another uh, seven or eight years. Wow. So, yeah, this is... seemed like America was asking when will it end. (laughs) (laughs) This is such a moment in this franchise where Paramount is now out. Paramount's like, look, there's no way we can do a ninth Jason movie. And New Line's like, yeah, baby. (laughs) We got ideas. What about Jason goes to hell and Jason isn't in it and he doesn't go to hell and it's not the final Friday? I'm sold. Yeah, they're Let's like, watch that sounds awesome. They're like, what do people hate about Friday the Thirteenth movies? Jason Voorhees. Yeah, but he's in it. This is what we're. You're so annoying. Yes, because as we learn from Creighton Duke, the <laughs> omnipotent bounty hunter who, for, it, for reasons <laughs> unexplored by the film, has mastered the secrets of the Voorhees family lore, which are. Uh, 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 fucking numerous. There's a bunch of articulation there was that points. Book. Maybe he just read that book. Stephen briefly the one with the finds little... the Necronomicon from Evil Dead and looks yeah. at it for a minute, and then nothing comes of it. Really? Yeah. Is it the, the implication that the Voorhees, uh, in a Lovecraftian manner, access forbidden knowledge? And... Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, okay. that's what I got. They, they, he made us. He made a pact, and that's why he was dragged back to hell because he finally undid the pact. I that you're being very generous here. But yes, we speak, of course, of the 1993 classic Jason Goes to Hell, colon, The Final Friday, directed by Adam Marcus, written by Jay Hewley and Dean Laurie. And inexplicably, Sean Cunningham is back for the first time since one, since creating this monstrosity. So he was the original director and writer. He's the original guy behind the first movie who listeners may recall was like, I thought about a title, Friday the 13th. I sold that, then I, I made the movie. No, he made a, a little gif, basically. He, yeah, made a, he made Friday the 13th smash a window, which we have come to realize that the creators of all of these movies love to smash windows. So in between, just to give you a sense of what he was up to, in between Friday the 13th... I love that, because this is an inexplicable movie that pulls on a lot of reference points, but doesn't really offer much of telling me what this guy wants to do. So yeah, what, what else is this guy up to? Well, the vision is... Just we'll, we'll, we'll talk that. about the video. I'm just... Okay, so Friday the Thirteenth comes out, just shatters everyone, everyone's expectations for low budget horror it... and some windows along the way. Psh! I will say the one the the one unmistakable success of this film, other than a character wearing a Mets hat in the beginning, is that the of all of the self aware stuff in this movie that I think is terrible and does not work, the escalation of window shatterings until they at the end Stephen and Jason go through like a, a, a greenhouse floor ceiling like a yeah, greenhouse style glass it's wall. It's the best. That, that's the one has thing that done. actually worked for me. And yeah. if the series is about one thing, it's about bodies being hurled through windows. So it's we have realized that that is the most consistent um, voice of the film. So yeah, here is what Sean Cunningham was up to in between reinventing the horror genre and. Jason Goes to Hell, colon, The Final Friday. You ready for this list? I have no idea what's on this list. 1983's Spring Break. I don't know what that is. Sounds raunchy. The New Kids. Okay. 1986's Reese Lust, which, by the way... The fuck? No Wikipedia page. It's just uh, the most fucking cryptic thing I've ever seen, which is... <laughs> Reese Lust? R-E-I-S-E-L-U-S-T. Wait, one word? Reese Maybe, Lust. It must be German. I guess so. We should ask Jurgen about it. We should. We're getting Jurgen on the Patreon, by the way. 
I love the films of mm. Sean Cunningham, particularly 1986's Reese Lost. Is Reese Lost? Reese Lost. Uh, he then made House 1986, followed by House Two. Colin, okay, this is pretty good. We talk about franchising. Do you want to guess what the subtitle Ooh. for House Two is? I'll give you a Basement. House you're Two Basement. S- you're so close. It's H- House Two Attic. House Two Colin. Second the, story. The second story. Yes, yes, I got it. I got it. You got it in three. Um, that was 87, followed by Deep Star 6 in 89. Whoa, that sounds sick. Then, this guy sounds like, I'm going to do a deep dive with my time, my, all my free time these days to watch a bunch of Sean Cunningham movies. Yeah, currently you're going through uh, the Survivor episodes like Bogart went through fucking unfiltered Lips. SIGs. Yeah. Um, talk about franchise stuff. Maybe Sean Cunningham deserves a second pass. His next film after Deep Star 6 if, by the way, if you can guess which of those those words are combined and where the oh, uh, wow. interesting where colons are located, yeah, there's no colons. Amazingly, <laughs> then after the same year as Deep Star Six, the Horror Show, aka House Three colon the Horror Show, followed by House Four. Wait, <laughs> what? I didn't even heard of this franchise. What is the House series? The House, um, a, a horror comedy series. This sounds good. Oh, Steve Miner directed the first one, so Steve and Sean back together. Hell yeah. Wait, Steve Miner is... The uh, director of two and three, who worked on one as well. Cool. Wow. These seem like good movies. Hey, uh, House One did 22 on a budget of three. So clearly, you know, always bet on Sean is the secret here. Anyways, uh, House Four... There's a character in House called Big Ben. That sounds good. So I'm already on board. Did they get Big Big Ben the clock tower? The clock tower? They brought him in? They got um, Richard Mole. Not interested. Uh, My Boyfriend's Back, 1993... Which and is directed then, by Bob Balaban? Who's that? Bob Balaban, the Christopher Guest and, and oh yeah, Wes I love Anderson that guy. Character actor staple. That's insane. Cool, huh? Okay, my boyfriend's back looks kind of cool. It's about a, a zombie da- dating someone. So what are you talking cool. about? So far, all of these sound very cool. I'm not making fun of him. Oh, that was a bomb. They gave him Shit. ten million dollars for that, and he oh, got back no. three. Oh, okay, no. so anyways. Then Jason goes to hell the final Friday. So Cunningham sort of goes off into like this pocket universe all to himself <laughs> to make movies that absolutely no one has ever seen. I mean, yes, well, I know the losers who like this podcast are probably like, um, uh, Deep Star Six is a, is a is gem. A, and also, I mean, what? It's especially, it made $10 million. What, House 4 or whatever made $10 that, million? That was House. Um, made this $10 million on funny. three. That's a lot of tickets. Here's evidence that Sean Cunningham is editing... Uh, his Wikipedia pages because oh, nice. I, I looked up Deep Star Six. By the way, music by uh, the Man Friend. Man Friend, yeah, He's uh, been... Man Friendy, dude. That, um, Hollywood's so cool. It's the coolest town. Holly Weird, sorry. Exactly. The budget for Deep Star Six was eight point five million dollars. Here is exactly what it says for box office on the Wikipedia page. Okay. Eight point one four three two five five. So it didn't suck. It didn't. Totally bombed. Really, it technically it, made back. It only lost a few hundred thousand dollars. Yeah. God. Hey, Sean, you're doing great. So he wrote this movie along no, with no, four no, he other produced people. Produced this movie. Okay. Oh, he wrote, no, did he write this one as well? No, I, I don't. I, I think I made that up. I, uh, let's see. Story by Jay Hewley, Adam Marcus, Dean Lowley. It's a Lowley. It's a bit of one. Yeah. No. So he does not have screen. screen okay. So he's, he's but he's back in the in the big boy chair. But is directed by the great Adam Marcus. And so he's a co-writer. So this is another... The last one had a single man in charge of everything. He directed Let It Snow, which was the return of Bernadette Peters. <laughs> All right, Josh, I'm going to make a little... In the same way that Jason made a pact with the devil, yeah, I'm going to make a little pact with you that okay. we can't spend the entire time looking at IMDb. I know you didn't like this movie. I'm on Wikipedia. No, this is the best part of hated this experience this so far is realizing that like the the amount of desperation that would draw someone back to a franchise after yeah. a 13 year hiatus. But I'm going to try. I really liked this movie. This is top three of the franchise for me. I feel and like I, you're doing a classic Charles here. I'm not. I, you can't tell me what I shouldn't shouldn't like. I'm not telling you in the what same you way should that, or shouldn't that like. guy on Lost who didn't have his legs or something was always like, "You can't tell me what I can and cannot do." You're thinking I of can solve the secret of the island. David Cross's character from Scary Movie. <laughs> yes, too. you can't tell me what I can and cannot like. And I, you've heard me over and over again throughout this epically long franchise. I have not been having that much fun watching the movies. And I've been wanting something else. And 
this is a cheap blow because basically what it does is it steals from Terminator. It steals from Alien. It steals from The Thing. But you know what? It steals from Evil Dead. It steals from Evil Dead. It, it steals, steals from, from so many. Yeah. yeah, it steals from Italian horror movies. It basically steals from everything that I like. We get a full Fulci goop, goop, <laughs> goop destruction man. scene. Yeah. Which it was so funny because now I'm happy you showed me The Beyond. Because right. while it's I didn't love The Beyond, it was of this film's weird commitment to doing extremely specific visual references to other movies. That was it was like okay they're doing a a, a giallo style yeah and you know what is uh, that's I, I would rather watch this than another fucking Jason movie so you're saying oh they made a movie without Jason I'm like no they fucking finally got us away from just repeating over and over again the same fucking story about a big man killing teenagers to a body swap crazy movie with like weird southern diner owners and just like there the, the, there are there's a problem with this movie and i'm not going to tell you that there aren't there are many problems with this movie there are too many characters the pacing is weird the story is incoherent but overall for a franchise that has been built on boredom and tedium i am happy that this turned out to be a weird divorce movie with crazy just everything is so it's weird not even I'm, really clear if it's a divorce movie it's, a it's divorce. extremely unclear as to i that's the it's very unclear and it's not well done but the last movie also we were just like did he do but, this shit on purpose so, so we're here's not sure saying. here's my counter argument and, and i don't want this to be an episode where we get histrionic it's not worth it it's it's this this franchise is very silly so you're yes right. and i'm happy it's a silly you liked movie it. I love i'm really this movie. happy you like it it might Here, bump out number two i'm not sure we'll find out on the final episode here's my frustration with this because i feel like as much as you didn't like eight that literally was the most unique that we've seen so far in that while it has its own issues with pacing and tedium, and again, I agree, being on a boat for two-thirds of the movie is not a great choice by anyone's measure, this movie similarly tries to do a lot of stuff, which you're right, I admire a, a late a late in the, in the saga effort to do something different. I want to, on paper, I award points for that. But while 8 clearly was not the ultimate vision of the director, and as with all these movies, comes with its own share of, of ridiculous Achilles ten- heels or tendons. tendons. Or, yeah. yeah. Um, really th- any, this movie is part. so unsuccessful at communicating its ideas that even though I admire its effort to go even weirder, it's so incoherent, so poorly edited, weirdly boring, and also... The, the 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 fact that it's trying so hard makes our connection with it that much more difficult. Because eight is like, oh, this is pretty silly. These teens are gonna get massacred in a boat this time, and now they're like fighting off rapists in, in like the Williamsburg docks. <laughs> yeah, like that's funny. And like, but th- this is like. I'm just trying to even figure out how to start talking about this movie because we have a fucking uh, a cult body uh, bounty hunter who. His entire plan is a complete fucking mystery and pops in and out of the movie at different times when it's like, wait, there's like a Jason Van Helsing? Yeah. That's a, that's a movie. We already got one of those and he turned out to be a total loser. Oh, that, yeah, the fucking loser in, in four who's like, I'm looking for freaking the guy yeah. who killed my sister and this like guy two was days cool. ago. Yeah, he lives right. out in a tent. Right. And he's like, I'm hunting bear. Wink, wink. Not really. And then you have this guy who like is fucking every scene that Creighton Duke played by I, I won't look at my phone because you're so mad at me I'm not mad I'm just saying I don't want to I, I don't want to do it okay I'm, I'm, I'm bringing you can look at valuable your content to bring the valuable content so I didn't look on the phone the whole time I was doing a good job just say I was doing a good job you're doing great thank you you're doing great so we have someone who's like okay this is interesting an occult bounty hunter yeah not not some grieving relative but a guy whose whole thing that's so cool the character we get from that premise is psychotic. He's breaking Stephen's <laughs> yes. fingers in jail Wait, we gotta, for no reason. No, but this is. Just, I just really like that scene. I thought that scene was really good. That it, scene was so interminable. I'm going to tell and the stakes. I'm going to tell the listener about the scene. So this is so. So we have a lot of characters, and they all have names, and it was very confusing. But there's Stephen. Well, there's is, Pokey. There's Josh. No, we're not talking Pokey and Josh. We got to save. Pokey. We're going to do the the like high the the echelon, the upper tier of characters. We got. Jessica, who used to be married to Steve, and they had a child together, and I think they're now divorced. There's Diane, who is Jessica's mother. <laughs> There's Creighton, who is the bounty hunter. And Diane, crucially, okay, is yes. Jason's sister, who we've just never heard about. Learned about now. Here's a question I had when I heard that. I'm imagining my mom, 
she I, she has two kids, one of whom drowns in a lake at a summer camp. If I had another kid, I don't think I would have gone to the extent that Mrs. Voorhees went to. I would be a little sad, but I wouldn't go and like I have another kid to worry about. I totally agree. And then also yeah. it's like maybe move out of town or something. It's weird. And then like another just to, Start to, over. to underscore my frustration, another fascinating idea. What if Jason had a sister, which, you know, look, it's movie number nine. I'm willing to accept that as a, as a turning point in the series. That's interesting. Yes. There's stuff to plumb there. And she's barely in this movie. She's, so that's the problem is they keep so much close to the chest. I don't know. Really know why they don't really explore very much. And I, I, I sort of, Again, there, there's lots of problems with this movie, but that's like... So basically you have the Voorhees line. There is a continuation of line, and, and Creighton instructs the audience to know that Jason is dead. He is a hell beast now, and he can take over bodies at whim. But ultimately, if he crawls up someone's vagina, he will rebirth himself as his original body. We're not really sure what happens to the other body and that vagina. She seemed pretty dead even beforehand. She was dead. So, I like yeah. that. He's like, wait, do, do, does the person have to be alive? Yeah, no. Then, then, yeah, good stuff. <laughs> yeah. And then Stephen not seeing her corpse in a closet until but, it drops no, from but that the was a ceiling. Sick, I think that's a sick little twist is that so we're, he, we're so concerned with Jessica that we forget that Jason actually does come back to life through the body of his sister. Right. But, but we learn that because her bad guy boyfriend, who's just like... Some fucking TV chode host guy until all of a sudden he's like, I'm actually a huge fucking piece of shit. I, I hid the body. I stole the body. This is all in a, in a phone call. I stole the dead woman's body and put it back in her home and then tricked her sister, who I, her daughter, who I'm dating, into letting me shoot and film a, a, a TV special here. Dude, can you imagine the ratings if you found a dead body in the house on live television? Well, Jason Voorhees' house would be crazy. Dude, everyone would okay, be tuning we in. We need to go back to the beginning of this movie because yeah, the beginning is really partially why I'm this annoyed. Because at the end of eight, as we settled into your big couch mm-hmm. and got ready to watch volume nine, yeah. the final Friday, except for the subsequent two Friday films. Well, also, it's Three weird to call Friday it the final. Films. There are always more Fridays. There's, I mean, hey, as long as there's people, there's Fridays. Yeah. Uh, rather, so when we last saw Jason in eight, he's disintegrating in toxic waste in the New York City subway system, because famously, as we all know, at midnight every night in New York City, toxic waste fills all of the train tunnels of the MTA. This is something people know. Get with it. Yeah. It's really sad that that doesn't happen anymore. Yeah, well, it's because millennial snowflakes are too triggered by it. Oh, that's because uh, the mayor. What, what was his? Bill de Bunglio? No, the, who was the one that killed everyone in the name of uh, safety? Rufy Giuliani. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He put an end to the toxic sludge. He, dra- he said, "I'll drain this the the toxic sludge." Now that it's killed Jason, we can yeah, get rid of it. That was the whole point. So nine is like, what if we just completely yes. forgot about everything? I love when a franchise does that, especially when it's a movie that's boring. It's like, let's pretend it never happened. But this is beyond Check. pretending it never happened and goes into another wild gonzo decision that is just not a very good direction, I think, where we're watching a classic, a Mets fan is going to her cabin by We're all Crystal rooting Lake. for her death. Already. We're like, like oh, the caps, we're, we're like... going to see her naked, then she's going to die. Yeah. And look, spoiler, half. We do see her naked. We don't see her die because that's right. She's a freaking FBI agent luring Jason into an elaborate trap because as she's fleeing in a bath towel, I was like, I remarked it to Charles. Wow. She's got like a really good escape route plan. She's booking it barefoot through the woods. And then, of course, it's all a ruse for a bunch of very uh, era appropriate very yeah. 80s 90s like, like dudes commando and, yeah people that don't like none of them actually look like I, we gotta watch commando the main villain in that rewatch commando we've watched it at least once I together know. it's an amazing he, he has like a, a knit mesh vest and he just like puts on a fake australian accent that's like the main villain in commando oh the the, the fat out of shape mustachioed guy <laughs> yeah he, is that william forsyth or a guy who just looks like william i think forsyth? he's just, i don't think he's maybe he was famous i don't think he's any, he's famous anymore he's great looking yeah but anyway they all look like they don't really just like there's no way you could be hired as a, as a 
elite squad of the FBI looking like any of these chodes look well, like. Well, th- this movie just has this like weird pervasive genericness where by the time they actually get to the Necronomicon from the Evil Dead, I'm like, that's just a prop from another movie. Like you could... There's so many things yeah. you could do with these concepts. I don't know. There's the tongue shit. There's like a lot of cool but, gore. But the tongue this shit movie is has like, definitely the best gore of the of the other movies. But it's it's so sparing. I want more of it. You're right. One of the coolest it's deaths sparing? we've seen so far is when the, like when when the freaking not Jason murders that lady by splitting her in two with a freaking yes. It's the scene that we wanted twice now. We we didn't get it in the. Thankfully, we didn't get it because the 17 year old was naked in the scene. Oh, back the in first two. one. Yeah. And then we almost got it with what's his name's brother. What's his name? Rufus? No. Reggie. Reggie's brother who gets stabbed. You're talking about someone being killed during sex. Is what no, no. I'm talking about something stabbed by something very big and then ripped apart. And yeah. it's come twice now. We've been very close. And this is finally we get to see someone fully just cut in half from – from uh, Look, from, the, the from, thing this movie does best – is the gore. But again, it's yeah. like, I think the big gore parts are, we get that, which is great. We get, we get the, so much gore. Watch Fulci, this again, my friend. That, that, that is, watch this right now. All right, hold on. And we're back. Then we have, saw the gore. One of the, one of the rare nameless diner guys, the, the big Chungus dude, son. The, dude, the cop scene and the diner scenes were, I know sort of ripping off the Terminator, but like those scenes ruled. Like, yeah, there's but, literally three cops running out, zipping up their penis pants. It does certainly <laughs> seem like at one point a bunch of the cops are all in one bathroom with their cocks out. And then they run out and they're just like, oh, shit, we're cops. We have no idea what we do. They get smashed to death. They run around screaming and then they all die. And it's here's the, the diner scene. So fucking good. Watching diner scene Jason is the best Voorhees. scene in the Jason verse. The audacity that's. Okay, Jason. We're, we're just going to go right by that. The There's best that, scene in this movie. Anyone who's watched this, it's so the best weird scene. and wrong. You said in the verse for a minute, and that can't be how you actually in the feel. Jason verse. That's your favorite scene. Yes, the, the diner sub John Woo style weird shootout in the dark There's, diner. Yeah. Okay, that's a terrible dude. This franchise terrible sucks. Opinion. That's no. There's no universe. That's the best part of the entire nine movie series we've watched so far. It's my favorite part. Now, see, you're settling into a narrative, and you've embraced it. So, well, what's it, better? Even one scene that's better than that. In all the last Where my baby. Let's talk about the baby for a minute. Okay. Because there there appears to be a canonic part of this movie where uh freaking Jessica brings her baby back to her hometown with her mean new boyfriend. And again, it's like we don't know why her and Steven broke up. We don't know how she met this guy. We don't know what she's doing elsewhere presumably new york i guess we don't know really why she comes back it just it's just nothing matters there's no context for any of this but she goes back to the diner to pick up her dead mother's shifts with her baby am i getting that right no i don't think so was that someone else another woman who with no, the baby no that was remember because the mean diner owner lady who again arguably mvp up there with pokey just for i think we got to well we can't it's complicated the whole diner staff takes my mvp they're all great <laughs> especially the unnamed no vic vic turns out to be a powerhouse with that okay shotgun. so so sorry jessica gave the baby to vic yes, who went to, to watch work. over <laughs> yeah the baby this, this while shows she my dealt ignorance about the film yeah dude like so you have a baby you gotta go to your mom's uh family house to go find a book or something. And again, they never at any point explore anything about the other Voorhees' experience. You're not bringing related. the baby to go do this this mystic You shit. give the baby to your friend who immediately goes to work with the baby. Right. The, and the, her boss goes, I hate babies. <laughs> Fuck this little baby. You're an idiot. She re- That's like out of the script. Yeah, she says, "Fuck this baby! Yeah. Get this baby fucking out of my diner!" And, she and goes, then she's like, well, "You should do because things are a little dicey right now with this whole serial killer inhabiting the bodies of others." In a box, make her a cradle in the storeroom. So, in like a fucking tomato sauce box, they dump the baby. Then what seems like a full day of other stuff happens. At which point, Jessica literally has to go. Oh shit, my kid. It's in the back of a diner right now, where it has been for the last indeterminable period of time. It's only been a few hours. It is not clear how long it's been. Jesus, it's really who weird. Cares? I just I'm not asking for this to be like an airtight thing, but like it's like the ticking clock in a Nolan movie that I always complain about, where it's like The ticking you, baby. You hate a ticking baby. If you baby. introduce a thing where it's like, oh no, the baby, but the baby is like apparently you can just set it and forget it for long stretches. That's what babies are, dude. That is you not set true. babies and you forget babies. That is lies. People don't listen to his lies. 
the, the I don't you're really you're really on this baby thing. The I just baby. I don't really know why the baby was in the movie. Or it's just confusing. Because basically what, what they're saying is there's a line of Voorhees now and I think it's maybe supposed to add dramatic tension where you're like, oh, there, like, there's a line of things that now Which, Jason again, can always also kill. Also interesting. Yes. And they don't explore it. No. So look, I want to, I want to agree with you that like, there's, yes, I love the ideas and the energy behind the on paper, like, description of the movie. The actual translation of those ideas in a way is worse than eight because eight actually goes to my Manhattan at the end. So Jason goes to hell. To Oh, describe your favorite part from Jason going to hell when he when he. Oh Jesus! Give me a fucking break, dude. He doesn't go to hell. We don't in, see him. He then gets dragged through the earth by zombie hands, dude. But not not that far apparently because oh, his mask on. is sitting there. You're saying, and then Freddy grabs him. You're saying out of out of title failures, you'd rather Jason takes Manhattan where nothing happens in New York versus Jason yes, actually getting dragged. Things happen to hell. in New York. Oh, they fight on. in Times Square. It's sick. That's <laughs> in Times Square. Yeah, he runs through Times Square and talks and to some talks punks. And talks to punk rockers. That's cool. That still delivers 100% Dude, more that on sucks. seeing Jason maybe go to hell. No, this is a bad movie. It has better gore, better characters. The, the gore is fun, but you gore does not replace the other well, no, that's why I'm watching this movie. That's why I think this is ultimately what you understand about me is that's why I like The Beyond so much. That's, that's why a boring like... movie. Jesus. That was slightly worse than this one because there weren't oh boobs in the beyond. <laughs> this one, I'm a red-blooded American man. If I'm going to watch a whole horror movie, I've got to see a naked woman How many and more of a naked you... man because we, yes, we, we actually, see a shadowy like... penis, but it's not a penis. But you see a naked man. We do, Yeah, there's definitely He's a lot naked. of dude ass. And unlike freaking the guy in Phantasm who wanted to stunt ass, Jody. This guy Howard, is all ass. This guy's like, I'm hanging my ass out. And you, you, we, you. Could, he looks great. You could freeze the frame and see a little penis. You, could, I think, see uh, like a shadowy a, a, penis, a shadowy glimpse of a penis. It's still the closest to a full penis we've gotten over the course of the series, or in my life. When it comes to equity in this series, I think that men are not carrying their weight, or penis people are not carrying their weight in these films. And this is, you hmm. know, do you think that's what the Beatles song is about? Can't boy, have a boy, penis. Boy, you in gotta a movie. carry that weight. Boy, you gotta yeah. show us your penis. <laughs> show us your penis. I hope it's a long one. Yes, that's good. Yeah, thank that's you. what the Beatles song's about. Uh, music by Misters McCartney, Lennon, oh, Harrison, right. and Star. Are they gonna rip this episode off the internet because we sang a little bit of the Beatles? Probably. It's everyone's favorite Beatles song. Boy, you gotta carry that weight. Parentheses, your penis. <laughs> that's right. I always forget about the parenthetical penis, penis. in the Beatles song. Look, I wanted this to be so much more. It's just frustrating to me that we get to the verge of truly breaking out into bringing in some Hellraiser vibes and bringing in mm. some Carpenter stuff like the first movie. And maybe that's Cunningham. We got to talk about the fucking thing reference, which about is the box. so ridiculous. Well, that's shitty. That man. was in poor taste. But as they transition into a the thing slash alien ripoff segment of the movie where Jason Jason's ever beating heart is now a little devil guy running around. He, it does scuttle <laughs> past a big box that says cleverly Julia Carpenter Antarctic Expedition Explosives. Yeah. By the way, so, did they blow anything up with them? No. No, it, and thankfully that didn't last very long. It lasted as long as that shot to the box. It was a very weird... Re- it's re- very re- in your face. Reference shit was big until very recently. Like, spoof well, the, movies don't exist anymore. Like, it's just This movie weird... wants to have its cake and eat it, too. It does, or... and you normally are a fan of that. I know, but when it's but done clumsily, it irritates me. It and like, clumsy. God. So Stephen, and again, here's what we know about Stephen: the former he wears glasses, lover slash father figure. He was on Jessica. the Chicago Bears, Bulls. No, he just has a jacket. Chicago Cubs. Nope, he's just he got was, a he jacket. Played for the Cubs. Nope, he has what looks like a jacket with numbers on it. There's weirdly nothing else on it. He's one. Look, he's easy on the eyes. I get oh. why they were like, let's make most of this movie about this little shrimp. I forget with what no episode muscle. we were talking about Walter Matha, but it's so funny like to think that like Richard Dreyfus and all these like total losers were very famous and people liked to look at them. This guy's like a Richard Dreyfus B. Like a like if if Richard Dreyfus is the A of that that man type. This is like a B or a C. I'd say a C. This guy is so unremarkable, it's astonishing. And then weirdly, um, the early scene where I was, I had my a twinge of hope where the 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 older mortician eats the still beating mm. heart of Jason. Though again, it's like 
there's so many avenues of making this a good movie. One could be this mortician has been studying Jason his whole life and f- knows if he just eats his heart, he'll become an immortal oh, or something. Right. Like, now that's you're just showing off. Because I have an that you idea. Can make it, yeah, dude, there's so many ways to make this a better movie. Well, no, scuttle the whole that's opening. Awesome. Open at Jason Voorhees' family home, yes. right? Oh, my God. That would be how you fucking open this movie. Right. Oh, because you already we we said they forgot that eight didn't happen. But honestly, we're going back to basically that. We're back to like four. It seems like we're back to like four. Yeah, yeah. Though this has the energy of a five, which is a, not a good thing it to say about a movie. It definitely does. No. Scattershot, erratic, bad. <laughs> um, but no. So the younger mortician, who the freaking FBI guys insist on molesting before he goes into the corpse room with his pizza and coffee, like is another little oh, yeah, guy he's a little Dreyfusy like guy. <laughs> And then, like, he gets killed, and then we're like, go. Then we we then meet Stephen, and for a minute, I was like, wait, is this like the same His, guy? It's like, no, it's another dumpy little shitter. That's what just people looked like back then, 1993. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So no, but let's go through a little bit because I think people aren't probably going to watch this. And I think just to just to go, so we are introduced to Jason is blown up by the FBI. <laughs> His body is flown to Ohio, where the strangest acting decisions by the mortician, where he just like takes huge pauses. He seems like drunk or possessed yeah. at the beginning of the movie. But at first, no I was context. like, "This is weird," but then he suddenly just eats the heart, and I'm like, "Okay, I'm sort of into this vibe. I no, think this is fun." Right? That's a fu- that's that's interesting. Yeah, where and he's then, like, ugh. "This heart is full of black stuff that isn't blood." Maybe weird. I should. Taste it, yeah. and then he just takes a huge bite like an apple. And so I was like, "This is saying, fun." The, the new rules again, which are yelled at us by Creighton. Yes, Duke, the best way to do it in are a that like movie like this. Jason can possess people now, and he'll go from body to body like an outfit. And it's like, okay, okay, but like the rules of that seem absolutely banana sauce because right. what he, did he? Did his still beating heart psychically, psychically compel the mortician? Like was that no, like, no, no, the heart? He he can he. he, he why did he eat the heart? Josh. He eats the heart, but the heart, rather than going through the stomach, turns into the heart. Let me say, you didn't quite catch that. Maybe he eats the heart, but then it becomes the heart. That's not my question. <laughs> <laughs> did just sniffing the goo possess the mortician guy dude it doesn't matter you're asking the wrong questions but they it doesn't matter all why the mortician jason and it's stupid and i hate it it goes shoom shoom all those shoom, lights shoom. shoom oh my god i could tell you were really just trying to find problems and you're like it's daytime now and it's like dude they're illuminated by fucking hellfire yeah it was a great moment in our friendship when charles is like no you fucking idiot yes the, the ray of just, light from the sky you're just being annoying at that point it's not because day. i was annoyed at the movie yeah, exactly. It's bad. But you're just choosing the wrong things to Okay, be fine. With. I was maybe incorrect about a lighting choice 88 minutes into this movie. Yeah. Wow. So this, that just totally we counteracts did a, we anything We did a time check at one point, and we had watched two-thirds of the movie. <laughs> Which is a great and sign. And there was so little that seemed to be happening in the movie that I was actually shaken to my core that somehow we had like burned through most of the movie with seemingly so, nothing going on. Here's the thing. This movie could have been so much better if they... Had fixed the first two thirds. There's so many. There are enough characters, enough character relationships where this could be a really good movie about a couple that either are trying to get back together or whatever. This could be a classic divorce movie like Twister, like Jurassic Park. This is the Kramer v. Kramer of right. the Friday the Thirteenth. You could have had a movie about two people with a kid whose mom, her mom, happens to be Jason's sister, and you have this amazing character study with a few characters, and then there's. The well, mortician. Also, famously, before we get too far past this, because you brought up Kramer versus Kramer a minute ago, I did. Yeah. Uh, famously, in that film, Dustin Hoffman pees. He goes. He just pees and pees and pees in that one scene. Yeah. Because like when you're a kid, you're like, when you hear your dad pee, like right. when they wake up in the you're morning. Like, I hope I can pee as well. well you're just like, how dad. could anyone produce that much urine? And then you get older, and you're like, oh, like it's not that hard. Well, once you stop wetting the bed, you you save enough up. Well, you know, and for me, that was what couple weeks ago so oh really yeah. Congratulations. I, Thank I didn't you. know that to daraba uh so we we meet no you're talking I, no, about i know piss. i know <laughs> trust me i'm going somewhere this is all about p audio editing okay we talked about this okay? silent piss so steven so basically uh jason's dead and apparently all of america is celebrating Rejoices. jason's death yes okay they make hamburgers like hockey masks not only 
fulfill the festival, but also to save, save a little money. Beef and yeah. you know price of beef these days because of freaking Biden. Yes, and the supply chain. Ugh, Don't get me started. Biden supply. I chain. got a second tip from someone about Walgreens not being as good as it used to be. And really, I'm like, guys, I'm not doing a story about Walgreens. Wait, do you think? They're related? Like, I think other- probably uh, it sucks to work at Walgreens and people don't want to work at Walgreens, if gotcha. I had to think. Uh, but no, okay, so everyone's like celebrating. Yes, the owner of the diner in Crystal Lake is like, we'll make hockey mask burgers because famously we all look at the the patty. It's a... Anyway. <laughs> You don't do that, Josh? I take off you all of it and you look at the... You don't strip the, like, the burger it, out? Is it a thematically appropriate patty? Okay, so... Stephen picks up these teens who are like, he's like, let me I guess, you're going weird. to Camp Crystal Lake to smoke a little dope and have premarital sex and get slaughtered. And they're like, the fuck, dude? He's like, I'm just joking. It's a classic joke. And they're like, we are going to Crystal Lake to smoke dope, have premarital sex and not mm. get slaughtered. Yeah, it's a good scene. Great scene. And then one of the, 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 there's a couple and then a single lady. And the single lady is just like, looks at Stephen, who again is like, hmm, five, four, <laughs> balding has terrible glasses and just imagine richard dreyfus and then like a less virile that richard didn't get into acting <laughs> yeah like a limp dick uh richard yeah. dreyfus who's again like a middle-aged man who like but again them this up. would be good if and they... she's like this guy's fucking hot right and she's like come fuck me and he's like no i gotta go see my my ex-wife it's it's jason's niece and i gotta talk to her because she's back in town for reasons tbd and then they go get slaughtered with the cool sex cutting cut in half scene. But two people, the two women of that that three piece who go to the lake, pee behind a bush, which clearly at some point they designated the pee bush. Because when the second lady goes to pee, she goes Same right bush. to the bush. Yeah. Same bush. And barefoot, mind you. So like she's just like wandering into the pee area very cavalierly. Yeah. The first lady, neither of them seem to pee that much. Okay? They both Oh, the first one up and down. Up and down, Up like and a down. squat. Not like a yeah. not like a squat two pee, but like a, a workout squat. Right, and, and even if it was just like a quick poop, I mean, come on, you gotta wipe. You know, I don't I don't care what people say. Even if well, it's how are you like, doing that out in the wilders? Well, that's they're camping. It's part of it. Anyways, I didn't hear a pee. So I was thinking, do you want to start a band called Jennifer's Silent Piss? Yeah, that sounds great. Yeah, her name is not Jennifer. Oh, that's right. That's the other person, the other Jessica, person. Jessica. Jessica and the Silent Pee. It's a great movie. We all love the characters. <laughs> Uh, what was it? What was the baby's name? Does not come up. Okay. It, in, amazingly, come does not on. come up. We, we're told it's a girl baby, I think, which is the important thing. We're not know. sure. It's not clear. It's a chubby baby. So though. the first lady seems to feign peeing, but we don't actually hear her pee. The second lady, we get a little bit of a pee edit in there, but not a lot. No audio either. No, the second lady, we get a little bit of audio. No. Yeah, we do. Not pee audio. Go back and rewatch it. We do. Okay. I clocked it. You fucking idiot. No, there's no P audio. There is P audio. I always notice P audio. I'm you told... didn't this time. Why would I make this up? Because you're deranged. Oh my god. My dad I told you at the, the on the on the Patreon episode where my dad was really uh, uh, disquieted by Jodie Foster's piss. I it's Girls pee. You can quote me on that. No, but like movies don't generally fully piss and like I pick it up now. They did in this movie, but weirdly briefly. I think it might have, you just might have heard a step on a leaf. Creak? <laughs> yes. Sometimes P sounds like creak. Creeps? Yeah, see? Sounds like piss sometimes. Or when you, when you pee. Right. Because your pee hole is so big that it sounds like a butthole. Huh. Yeah. And then my, my, my piss sounds like air. Is that what so you're saying? It's a fart? My piss is a fart now? Is that what you're saying? I'm saying you... Oh, my God. You fart now. So we disagree about this movie and my own piss. It's it's a tough night this for sucks, us. This, Our friendship this, is getting tested. It's on the rocks. And no, I don't mean uh, the rocks of the east coast of the Atlantic seaboard uh, where freaking the boat go and ate up to freaking... What now? Manhattan. Mm. Yes, pretty good. Uh, yeah, so basically, it's a good movie. Creighton Duke is like, oh, I know. He, basically, everyone's like, Jason's dead. But then moments later, everyone's like, like it doesn't seem like he's dead. Right. And, the, and the freaking, the, 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 the guy from like America's most killing is yeah, killers. Who also turns out to be Jessica's boyfriend. Who then becomes Jason. Who becomes Jason. Good stuff. Great he's like, stuff. He's like, actually, uh, the second they got his body back to the morgue, there were Jason-style murders. Which is interesting because Jason to me doesn't have a style. 
He just kind of wrecks people. He wrecks he just people. Fuck, fucks like, shit up. Yeah, I mean, you can sort of tell it's Jason just because. Is there a machete nearby? It could be yeah, the but machete. That's the thing. He doesn't always use a machete. I know, but I'm saying that he would uses be a one of the rare gun. He uses a, a rake. He uses a sword. He uses knives. He, he uses, uses a sauna rock, which was great. He uses a hot poker. Ouch. Yeah, he's he's he, that's what I like about him. He's in every. He's like a blue collar everyman. Right, and thank God we got him out of this movie, which is great. Shut up. He's in the movie. Kane Hodder gets what and Kane Hodder as Jason Voorhees. Kane Hodder is not the best Jason. I'm I agree. happy that I'm just there saying, were multiple. I was like, ooh, I get to pick my favorite. The fucking nerve of Kane Hodder to go for the and Kane Hodder when he's you in know, this for dude, literally three minutes is he crazy. He gets the end, too. He's probably in for six. Right. The The good part of the movie is the last scene because it's Jason. Oh, come on. Yeah. No, the best. Better than the diner scene. That's just a shit scene. Fuck you. Dude, he fuck kicks you. Jason in, Anyways, the, in the dick. Anyways, in the most confusing episode of television ever aired in any media. <laughs> Let's go to the tape. They're like, okay, yesterday it seemed clear that Jason's back. We, at some point, went to the secret training compound yesterday. of the bounty hunter guy. So if you're me, you're like, oh, cool. A, a bounty hunter see some kicking layer? <laughs> Maybe we'll see cool bounty hunter shit. It was shit. like where Oprah interviewed the, the, the princess. And they're like, yeah, they're it's literally giggling like, in a garden at yeah. a table. And like, n- we get nothing from it other than, than the fucking bounty hunter being like, there's only one way to kill him. And I know how. And like, that's it. That's the Give interview anyway. 500 grand. Which is, again, talk about a humorously specific and small amount of money yeah. where it's like, I know the one way to truly eliminate the unkillable zombie murderer. 500 greenbacks, my friend. Ding, ding, ding. I'll need 49.99, please. 99.99? 99. No, just 99. 50 bucks, round it up. Oh, just 50. Yeah. Uh so then cut to he's gone to Crystal Lake where he's like, "I I hello Diana. I know your secret Diana. He's coming for you, Diana." And she's like, "That's not my real name." I'm dating the ugly cop. (laughs) My boyfriend, the geriatric (laughs) cop guy named Josh. No, Josh was the boss. No, No, same guy. Sorry, Josh. No, she was not dating Josh. She was dating the older one. That's the guy in that scene. No, there's two guys. No, it's Randy. You're confusing Randy. No, no, and Josh. Josh wasn't in the first You're scene. Fucking idiot. Josh he wasn't is. in this. No, he wasn't. Yes. No, that's the older guy. Whatever. He, Josh that's shows my up woman. Just... No, no. He says that's my woman. Yeah, Josh to, doesn't to date. Josh is not dating Diane. Who's he dating? He is not dating anyone. He's a sad piece of no. shit. He's a lonely oh, man. God, this sucks. This sucks. I hate this movie. <laughs> the older it's one so is dating annoying. Diane. It's so confusing. They're both old. <laughs> the older. That's not as a comparative. I'm not talking about their Paul Rudd looking one. The D Paul Rudd. Randy is buddies with yeah. Steven and they kind of have a complicated. Hey, did I you do... break my tape? No. I'm looking at a, a tape that I gave it's you. It's just it's just the uh just the the, the holder. Just the holder. Is the holder broken? Yeah, the tape is good and the So how did you break good. it? In the move, I think. In it the broke move, a yeah, long time ago. It broke a long time ago. But I still have it. I didn't yeah. throw it away. No, it just uh, sitting on the floor. By well, the, I was listening to it. So the Smashing Pumpkins LP. That's not a Smashing. That's my yearbook. No, no, no. It's my that high my school friend. yearbook. <laughs> that's the Smashing Pumpkins? It's the Smashing Pumpkins. Disarm me with a Charles. Hit me like I'm Jason Voorhees. Huh. I don't know if I know. I could. If someone played them i don't even know if i could point it out okay so i'm gonna do we're gonna do a music test okay, okay. we're gonna guess which is the song ready which is white what which is the smashing pumpkins okay, okay. you're Here's gonna give me one. two ready? yeah yeah disarm me with a smile i hit me like i'm jason Voorhees. here's the second one okay. ready yeah awake me up before you go go don't leave me hanging out like a yo-yo i'm like jason Voorhees. oh yeah go go which one uh, was it I don't know if I care. I really They're like both that. the Smashing Pumpkins. It was a trick <laughs> Wait, question. Oh, no, I got fooled. Regardless, there's some stupid interaction at a diner where, where Creighton but, is like, okay. you, you got to freaking, you got to come. Okay. To, he gets arrested. And then the Creighton gets arrested. And we're like, oh, he was a cool character. I wonder when we'll see him again. Oh, probably about a half an hour from now after Steven gets arrested. In a short movie. For killing Josh. Which is so complicated to even explain how that Yeah, happened. it doesn't matter. But he does go to jail where the I you hated the scene. I thought this was really fun. I, it just was so inexplicable, so inexplicable. And the payoff was so Steven's muted. like... Uh, who the fuck are you? Oh, wait, you're the bounty hunter. And be- he's like, be- because Creighton is sitting in his fucking thing doing a full, I bet you're wondering what happened to Diana, ain't you? <laughs> like, yeah, that's my ex-wife. 
What's your going mom. on? He's like, give me your hand. And we're like, oh, some... Well, no, no, no. He some... says, I-, I can tell you. He's, he just like sells Stephen no, instantly on... He's like, everybody's, Jason everybody's, got a, everybody's got a price to pay. No, but he's saying, I'll tell you how to kill Jason yeah. Voorhees for a price. And give me your hand. Again, this being Creighton, we're like, what could this be for this fucking random job. guy? Putting some fingers well, down my throat. he's in prison, and he's like, give me a hand, boy. And Crack! Like, Snapped a finger. Right, for no reason, it's just breaking yeah, but it's Stephen's finger. I really like that Stephen seems like a meek piece of shit is willing to get his fingers snapped for this for the goods. He even gives out his third finger, and and Creighton's like, Creighton's like, all right, this has gone this one's, yeah, farther um, than I thought it would. You, I thought you were going to pass out, my friend, but I'll give you this one for free. Steven steals a gun, threatens he a cop. He tricks Randy, and it really threatens him and Randy's relationship. But they're okay. He does kill him with a knife. (laughs) Cuts his fucking head off. (laughs) Woof. Uh, Yeah, it's um, (sighs) it 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 goes places you didn't expect for a Friday the Thirteenth movie. Yes, bad. But I'm 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 really on board for the the uh, gore, and I'm on board for ideas. I think you're right. This gets a lot of paper points. Um, Most of them dissipate once they are actually put to the the celluloid, but. You're giggling. I'm giggling. <laughs> this, is Dude, just a, this is this is not that much fun to watch because the parts. That, what, no, like, it is very fun to it's watch. Not. I really liked this movie. The things as you're hitting a on thirteenth movie that are weird are weird, and then sort of stop. Right, but that's all better to me than being boring. All the succeeding. I don't at think being they've been boring. that boring for a while. Oh now. my god! Dude. Even five is bad, but like a crazy, like coked up shit. I show. thought eight was boring as fuck. Nothing happens. The lady gets killed in the discotheque. Whoa! Dude, you don't see any on screen violence. Do the Jason. Do the Jason. Is that the song you were singing? Is that a Red Hot Chili Peppers? It is. Yeah. Standing in line to see the show tonight. Now do the Jason machete. By the way, I, I am that. Jason Voorhees. You are. Is that the front, the lead man for the? Yeah, he. The, uh, the, the thing with Jason with his stuff, Red like Hot I've talked to him peppers. for work. It's like his acting, his murdering, his ceramics. Oh, his he's band. A, he's into ceramics. It's all of God's gift. You know what I mean? Like it's yeah. all it's all an expression of who he is. Wow. So the murdering, the red hot chili peppers to him, that's that's the same breath to him. Yeah. The same big wet hand that's choked out so many teenage girls and boys. He was a drier in this movie, even when he was Jason. And also very puffy. Yeah. And I read I read that Kane Hodder suffered like extensive horrible burns to him, his body in between movies or something. Oh. So apparently like it wasn't that hard to make aspects of Kane Hodder look pretty fucked up. Damn. Do you think he did it on purpose? I don't think so. I think his no. job is to get set on fire for a living and if you're in that line of work at some point yeah. you will be burned. I I uh I almost became a stuntman. I I I don't think I would want to do the fire thing. I almost became uh, I mean, a spaceman. Shut up. I almost became a stuntman. How almost? Like, you've told me the story that you thought about moving to L.A. one time. <laughs> almost. <laughs> you tell the story like you were, like, about to do, like... I was, uh, dude. I, I, we're going to set you on fire. You do a barrel roll I through knew. a room of broken glass. I actually knew um, through my mom. My mom taught... Uh, his name is Wolfgang Danger was the kid's name. Her, His father was a stuntman. Um, he was going to set me up with some people in the industry. And then I interviewed somebody else, got some good details. Yeah, I was, I was, I was going to go. If I didn't get into Hampshire College, I was going to go become a stuntman. Your two choices were interdisciplinary liberal arts education about science fiction literature or stuntman. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Almost. But the fire thing, I wouldn't have wanted that. No, it's scary. It is scary. I would no, fall over. I'd crash a car. Well, fall, sometimes that's those are the things over. they want you to do. But you're saying not like on cue. You would just do those things. No, I mean, I haven't. I guess maybe fall over. I'd do it for fun. If you're just asking me. I don't I would think do I've seen you fall over. I used to fall down the stairs at work just for practice. Just for practice? Yeah. Like what, at the like Coolidge Corner Theater. or were pushed or something? No, just to to practice my stunt work. Okay. Yeah, I would just fall down the whole three flights. What's the secret to falling down a flight of stairs? It's per- like you have to look like you're hitting important things, but then not. Okay. That seems easier said than done. Yeah, it's actually, I mean, I was good at it, man. I'm a good faller. 
This is great. We get like a mini interview in the episode with an actual almost stuntman. <laughs> I was who mostly at, while at work at a movie theater hurled himself down a flight of stairs. I to talked prepare. to that. I worked there again later, and I talked to the guy who was my boss at the time. He's like, "I tried to get you to stop. But <laughs> it was a nightmare working with you because you're just like a lawsuit waiting to happen." And I, I mean, like, yeah. Uh, look, when I look at you, that's exactly what I see. Oh. Okay, so. This guess how much this this movie cost? Because at the beginning I was like, this kind of looks like the first one. It looks shitty. Guess I would how much say this cost? seven million. Nope, three million dollar budget. Oh shit! For nineteen ninety three. Yeah, because the last it, one was ten. Because they had to go to L. Had to go to New I York. I think it was five. It was not a lot more money. Okay, but again, so some of them are. Th- big. This is the second worst performing. So eight did the worst. This yeah, this gets this... fifteen. It's it's not bad, I guess. No, this is what happens. Like especially in the nineties. Like I'm surprised that this went on this long. Franchising was in the critics' minds and most audience minds. Like especially once you get past three, it's like these are shit. I can't. I cannot imagine how they got to nine. Like this is an amazing. Okay, so so let me provide a little bit of context here. Mm. Basically, as we've discussed in the past, a long-running goal of the series was to do a crossover with Freddy. Yeah, and Cunningham is like, we can finally do the fucking thing, and then for like the billionth time, uh, the, the the like with Paramount, New Line's like uh, the last one. No one really liked and did not do well. We're not going to throw our chips down on this one. They give them sort of like a chance to build back up from what was, again, eight being the worst performing of the series so far. The original plan, which, again, it's like the the process seems to define all of these movies. But um, the original plan was Elias Voorhees would have been written to be Jason's brother and dug up his body at the beginning of the film, eating his heart and becoming Jason. Again? That's not far from what we get in this. So. I know, but like, we didn't have we did not have an have an exhuming scene, which we've had melt so many times now. I, I, so, so here's the bizarre part: the original script of this Cunningham didn't like. They bring in Dean Laurie to throw away that and write a new script in four days, which you know speaks to maybe some of the structure <laughs> of the film. Yeah, um, removing the Elias Voorhees character and by the way my middle name is Elias yeah so the original Jason was Josh Voorhees and now it's Elias and Voorhees. Josh was in this as a dumb cop you must yeah. feel very represented now I really do because I yeah. am dumb and I am a cop um, they brought in another person to come in and apparently they wanted Jason to be the central character of the movie is the premise they of throwing did? away that's sort of the asterisk that I'm running into here they did because again they literally removed Jason there are se- there's like a half hour where Steven and Jessica are just doing boring shit there's an impressive stretch in the yeah. middle of this movie where it's like, what the fuck is happening? Where is Jason? People just wandering around. Yeah, the scene between um, the jail, like that went on for a long time. And yeah, there was a, there was a, a big drag in the middle of this where there was no Jason, which I think this sometimes works when you get that the last third it was full of violence and fun stuff. But the middle really... it. The middle sucks. It does. This movie sucks in the middle. I'm, I'm, this is a suck sandwich with some fun shit, a, t- a tiny slice of bread saying, on top, we, and then a nice... We agree on the most important part, which is like the core the, the core concept of visiting, like getting into the Voorhees family stuff is great. It's great. I am not against that at I all. I like a body swap. Even right. like You are pretty committed to getting Andy Keene or whatever his name is. Who's Who plays uh, Kane? 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 Kane Hodder? Kane Hodder. Yeah. Uh, here you like a cane. I don't need a cane. I like the presence of a of a. I like that he's unmasked. I'm actually really on board with the mortician. Okay, hold on. I'm not. I'm not saying this is not about Kane Hodder. This is well, about you were saying Jason. Oh, Jason's finally back. Like, and I kept reminding you, Jason's heart has been pumping oh through this whole movie. This is you drinking the the, the fucking cool. No, I, I like that. There, I like the concept. I like that you don't know who Jason is. I like that there's just a. But it's. They make rules about that and then break them instantly. We're like, when you're possessed by Jason, you don't talk and look yeah, all that crazy. Was, that was but then stupid. later, the, the cops because show up and they're like, "Which one's Jason?" It's like, well, it should be extremely evident based on every other time we've seen Jason possess someone. That was but they bad. both start talking, and it's like you've just broken your own rule. It was such a cool idea! Like, just have them. It's be- not that cool because Jason looks cool because his aesthetic reality mm. of a big, emotionally shattered, nightmare, deformed baby man—that's cool. Yeah, but Josh was that way, and the mortician was that way. They both looked like shattered babies. Well, I'm going to ruin your day. In okay. November 2017, director Adam Marcus revealed an overlooked plot point of the movie is that Jason Voorhees is actually connected to the Evil Dead franchise. Hmm. He's like, no one noticed when I cut to that shot of the fucking 
the we, most iconic oh horror prop of God. American horror, arguably. Like, what is he being serious? Looks like it. That to me is a way more interesting as a mashup. Hmm. Why? The Evil Dead is so. He boring. says Sam Raimi loved it, but you know what, uh, Adam? Sometimes people are nice at parties. <laughs> but I could see Sam liking this movie. This is like Sam is not very good most of the time either. And so, it's got a lot of cool Sam shit. He's essentially saying Jason Voorhees is a deadite. He's one of the evil dead. And it's like, fucking Adam, have you seen those movies? Jason doesn't act like those people at fucking all. No. They say cool shit. They giggle. Their heads turn around and they're always <laughs> going, <laughs> well, doors But hey, open. maybe Jason's still like, you know, when you invite Jason over to the deadite party, he's the one that just like stands by the bar. Now, I bet you're wondering, was there an actual backstory to Creighton Duke, the cool occult? I was wondering. There was a backstory, which they thankfully cut out of the movie. Oh, is it bad? A teenage Creighton was out on Crystal Lake with his girlfriend. Jason capsized their small boat, pulled the girl down into the lake. Sounds like our boy. Uh, Creighton tried to save her, but could not. She was never seen again. Oh, that's okay, That's the whole thing. That's the thing? That's it, yeah. That sucks. Yeah, that's pretty bad. I'm glad they cut that out. Not good. I don't want any more Crystal Lake. I'm, not, I'm here. I'm, we're getting to the end of the episode. <laughs> I'm not asking when will it end, but I do not want to see Crystal Lake, the lake, ever again. Well, look, let, let's just to take a deep breath for a minute. We know for a fact Jason X is Jason Goes to Space. Based on this movie, I assume Jason <laughs> so will exciting. go to Crystal Lake and not be in the movie, but they'll talk about <laughs> space. <laughs> That would be so funny. It would be funny. Uh, so I, I think we for sure we're leaving the terrestrial bounds and and limits of the first nine movies. I'm just honestly amazed we're getting towards the end of this franchise. I know it it's so funny to journey. think that we were doing this for like Halloween. That came and went. We barely talked about Halloween. We barely we thought this about one it into the new like it, through the end of the year. No, no, we got three left. That's crazy. We're going to be starting the Matrix in December. I'm so I've never been happier to rewatch the Matrix. Than, yeah. Um. Anyways, so let's get to it. Um, yeah. We got a lot to do. We got a lot to do. I want to go back to most valuable player. Yeah. The playful cast of the diner, a bunch of uh, deformed carnies <laughs> who look. Pokey gets shoved into the deep fryer and is named Pokey. Uh, There's that part where Floyd gets her mouth punched into her face. Yeah. The mean diner owner and her stupid son. The stupid son's arm gets snapped, which is kind of cool. That was cool. very good. That was good. Nice bone. Um, we see her awkwardly trying to load a gun. Then all of a sudden, everyone there has a gun. Yeah, that was. We were both like, "Wait, she's loading the gun all wrong." She like pop, pokes it up with two fingers I while holding it sideways. If you're a fan of Holly weird re- like presentations of basic gun stuff, I've never seen someone load. I think a it was firearm. played off as a bit because then she's like, "He's like, here, let me do that for you," and then he does it wrong. I think a it's, good just, bit. it's a to good show bit. that they're they're silly silly creatures. Yeah, it was not well articulated to us that the get your hand off the the flat top, Jimbo. Like, are these characters? Uh, oh boy, yeah, a rich. Uh, hey, they're not as bad as um every other the character st- in the movie. No, who are the the stew Southerners from three? Oh, five, five, no, five, five is so bad. <laughs> yes, five is. And God bless that one lady who had to bring her own wig to the fucking movie in five. God bless you. Yeah, they think they kept it, right? Yeah, they kept it. Yeah, she lost her wig on that. So that's a net loss for her. So I'm going to say my, my MVP goes to the diner crew because they they I was fascinated by their lives. Yeah, they were very good. I, I'm honestly struggling to come up with something better. I mean, Creighton had a lot of potential, uh, but squandered. I think... Yeah, the mortician was very good, and I think he had a good run, but not memorable enough. And his opening scene was... No, you know what? Let's go mortician. I think I'm... To me, he embodies what I like about this movie a lot, which is the gore is good, change is good. I'm so happy that we have a maskless, uh, just person who isn't Jason doing Jason shit. He comes back with a mask, and we got different 7-8, but... Wait, he... When when he actually comes back at the end of this movie, it's cla- he has a mask on. The mortician does. No, Jason. No, no. I'm saying, I uh, okay. the mortician to me represents what's. You like it when Jason's not Jason. I like yeah. when Jason's yeah. not Jason, yeah. or when he's doing a very good job at Jason. I'm not a huge fan of Kane. I don't think I think he's good, but he's no Brooker, babe. He's no Brooker, and honestly, he's only in the running with Brooker because Brooker and Kane are the only ones that really get a lot of screen time. All the other movies. Well, the guy in Six did great. Yeah. Okay. So. 
He was very good. Yeah. Um, but We've yeah, covered that. Most I think Mortician is, 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 yeah. yeah. Him eating the heart is probably the, it's cool. The highlight of the movie for me, no question. Yeah. You're like, wait, why is he talking like this? What's going on? And then he just like out of nowhere eats the heart. I'm like, all right, I'm, I, at least right. I'm going to give this movie if some If he had some motivation, chance. it would be great, but whatever. Nah. It's a great moment. Very strange. Yeah. Who's your, uh, MVD? MVD is, uh, I mean, there's so many good ones. I mean, uh, there are some good ones. This movie has chock I think full we have of to, good I ones. I think we have to respectfully divvy up the two obvious, Really successful gore moments. Uh, the the dude getting split in twain mid coitus. The the woman. No, it's the guy on top. No, he's on the bottom. Oh, you're right. He is because she's doing the really weird timed. Yeah, <laughs> the the lady getting split in. Yeah, two she has an mid-sex. orgasm for about four minutes. Where yeah. She... Also, a woman having an orgasm. Okay, Holly weird. Uh, now I've heard it all. But uh, her getting split in half mid coitus is good. a great death. That's yeah. a, an excellent. It's the kind of thing we've sort of like. Haven't we seen this before? And it's like not really like this. right. This they've really they've almost gotten there, and we finally get it. That one's good. There's just a lot of good. Just like J- Josh the cop going full Fulci and gooping it up so good. was fun to watch. I mean, even just the cops getting smashed together so hard their chins like smoosh. I don't know. They just are playing. There's so many squibs in this movie, which is fun. But yeah, I, I think for me the the moment where I was just like, okay, great, we're we're gonna get a full gore movie is the 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 tent death. Yeah, that that's a really good one. So yeah. Mazel Tov. Yeah, two votes. Um, and this leads us to an increasingly loaded question with this series: Are you asking? When I already answered end? it. I'm not asking. Okay, you're back in because I've been this in was for a, a while. Movie. Okay, I I didn't ask it at the end of eight either. I don't think interesting, but I forgot. Yeah. No, because I think I've just been so excited to go to space. I'm so excited to go to space, which I feel like it's going to ultimately be the one that <laughs> takes the wind so out of our sails. Yeah, uh, I mean, you're right. So far, all the titles have been complete red herrings. We're pretty. nothing, the cool shit that they promise us. It's never been the final Friday. It wasn't a new beginning. I mean, you have to understand, for me, they this don't go to New York. is easily the, my least favorite because the oh idea of Jason God. being in hell is so cool. I know. We were, to be denied that is just crazy. I don't think I voiced it last episode, but I really thought this was going to take place in hell. Because the Why last would movie, you not? It says he goes to hell. The last movie ends with his body disintegrating. It's like, finally, he's dead. I was like, oh, he's going to journey through hell like a modern-day Oedipus. Here's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's a brilliant yeah. idea. Like, Jason is the main character fighting his way out of hell. I would. Are you fucking kidding? Sick. And then he comes back, and we get a tenth movie. Yeah. Or it, he goes to space portal out of hell, like a Diablo shit. As we all know, there's a portal in hell that goes to space. We all know this. It's been so cool. So here's the thing. Like you, I got space brain. I got s- space madness. You can't. We're so we're one away. You can't ask now. You've never asked, right? Right. Well, look, we're getting towards. Uh, I think maybe after five, I got a little. No, I. The, the, we're finally. Look, we were hyping up this series, being like, we're going to go to hell in this series. That's what it's all about. And yeah. This is a huge disappointment. Uh, so we definitely go to space, which is comforting. We do. That's exciting. Are you I sure? want to go to space. Have you seen it? No. Okay. So you're, when As you say I, you... I've read the summation of it just okay. at this point to be sure that I'm not getting jerked around again. <laughs> Does it take place on like a space station it or something? It takes place like a space station or something. Okay. We'll find out cool. together with our listeners next week. So I'm not asking when will it end because I very much want to see him go to space. I will say... <laughs> That's all we want. At this point, the premise of Freddy vs. Jason by 93 had become this like impossible dream. Mm. It's a full decade until that actually gets realized after yeah. what it just so that the end seems of the series so is tortured. I don't even know what to think of that. Uh so I'm not asking when it will end, but I mean this, this was this was a, a blow. Because if if ever I was excited, it was to go to hell with Jason, and I didn't get to. Yeah. I think there's a there's a very slight difference between ready for the end and asking when will it end. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. It's sort of like I don't know, Thanksgiving's coming up. Sometimes, you know, you're not gonna flip the table and run out the door, but you're you're you know, you're looking forward to the car ride home. I will say, Thanksgiving is my favorite holiday. Yeah. I look forward to it every year, and I love it. And about a few hours into it, I'm fine with it being done. Right. Yeah. And that's what I'm saying. I think we're, we're there. We're not going to we're not trash in the holiday. Maybe we should. I don't know. Is that a bad one? They're all not great. They're all, not They're all like Christian or colonial, yeah. and then the Jewish ones are just too confusing to explain. And so. I'm not invited to those. Yeah, specifically, yeah. After yeah. What you said. Yeah. The Holocaust is good, and I'm happy it happened. 
never said that. Quote Charles Hobby. <laughs> well, that, that thus wraps our Jason Goes to Hell <laughs> That episode. wraps? That's, That's how end. we're wrapping? Yeah, it is. Come Charles on. was uh, in support of the Holocaust. Wow. Okay, uh, I didn't like the movie. So also, we, we've now fully abandoned the naming convention at this point. I, th- I believe it's a rights issue from Paramount to New Line. So hence, okay. That's why Jason this was Goes to Jason Hell, colon, Lit, the final yeah. Friday Followed by Jason X, followed by Freddy vs. Jason, yep. and then the reboot. But That's thank really you. interesting that you can sell the rights to the movie, but hold the rights to the title. Ugh. Holly weird. Yeah. Get started. Am I right? Uh, thank you for listening. We, of course, have a Patreon where we do good work. If you like rooms and then escaping from them, we've mm-hmm. talked about those. Yeah, we've had some weird... I'm not trying to make anyone feel uncomfortable, but we have a new, a couple new subscribers, which I was like, oh, this is awesome. We're finally getting some numbers, but no, three people canceled. Yeah, so, so that is a new number. We have a new... Well, we've been that number. It's now lower than it used to be. That's what I'm saying. It's a new number. It's exciting. Well, we've hit that number. We've, but anyway, yeah. not to Hit like a body falling from the ceiling of the Voorhees family home. If you listen, we thanks so much to all our subscribers, whether you cancel really or not. Appreciate we appreciate it, yeah. your support while you're doing it. I know you can't. I might I might cancel the one I, I listen to. Wow. Yeah. So I'm not I'm not fully endorsing it. And but that's, hey, that's Hitler's podcast that you're, uh, you're on the Patreon for? You're a surpri- subscriber? He's dead. Oh. They he's said that about Jason ah. in volumes one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. And in nine, it seems like Freddy is going to kill him. Yeah. But um, so yeah, if you if you want to support the show, it's a great way. It's only five dollars a month. Patreon.com slash wwie podcast. And you'll you'll earn the right to request any pictures of Charles that you want. Yeah, and, or any and, kind and of what picture. we talk about. This one person subscribed for a month, and we we watched Panic Room for him, and then he canceled. Yeah, I felt so used. Yeah, that's definitely the worst thing that's ever happened. He never said why. He never said why. It was because you like this movie thank you all for listening tune in next week and remember this is big in space yes what is it no one can't wait for where this is going can hear you that's pretty good that's fine